I just finished, uh, or I thought I was going to finish, a series uh, entitled Uncommon. Uh, it was a series out of the book of James, and it was all about growing up. It was all about maturing. It was all about growing in our faith. And as I was finishing last week, I just, I, I got this thought literally while I was preaching. Um, I, I started talking about seek first the kingdom of God. I started talking about order. I started talking about foundation and a, a scripture here hit my heart. And I thought, I, I, I guess I got one more in me. And so this is kind of a bonus sermon, Uncommon Part 6, uh, that I, that I want to share with you. So I want you to turn in your Bibles, if you would, to two passages of Scripture, Exodus 25, verse 40, and Romans chapter 12. And we're going to start in Exodus chapter 25, verse 40. Uh, this is the word of the Lord. Be sure that you make everything according to the pattern. Everybody out loud say pattern. Come on. Make sure that you... Make everything according to the pattern I have shown you here on the mountain. Make sure that you make everything, build everything according to the pattern I've shown you here on the mountain. Now let's look at a New Testament passage. Book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So watch this. There's a God pattern and there's a world pattern. There's a, there's a pattern that God wants you to build your life around and there's a pattern that the world will have you build your life around. And I wanna talk about patterns, the power of a pattern, the power of a pattern. Father, bless your word and bless our time together in the name of Jesus Everybody said amen and amen. I want to share a statement with you that I hope you'll hear and I believe will be absolutely life-changing for you. I will not rise to the level of my vision. I will fall to the level of my patterns. I want you to catch that. I will not rise to the level of my vision. I will fall to the level of my patterns. Now, let me just say this before I go any further. If, if you attend our church and you already know this, but maybe if you're new watching this, I, I love dreams. I love visions. Uh, I, I've been so deeply impacted by the dreams and the visions God has given me. We, we love the statement by uh, David Youngy Cho that said that God's language the language of God, the language of the Holy Spirit is dreams and visions. Acts chapter two, God said, I'm gonna pour out my spirit on you and you're gonna dream dreams and you're gonna have visions. So I, I love preaching about dreams and visions. I, I believe that God is a God of dreams and visions. But please hear me, I don't rise to my dream. I don't rise to my vision. I actually fall to my patterns. See, the dream inspires a man but the man must work out the dream. It is the patterns in which I live my life that can sustain the dream and the vision. Now, now notice where the pattern is found. It's found here on the mountain. Did you catch that? It's found here on the mountain, but it's for down there. So God says, I'm gonna speak something to you and I'm gonna show you something and I'm gonna help you 
And what it's gonna do is it's not just gonna be for this kind of ethereal mountaintop faith, but it's actually going to change down there. I'm gonna give it to you here in my presence, but it's gonna impact down there. Jesus would say it like this, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That there is a way that heaven operates and there's a way that heaven looks and there's a way that heaven feels. And Jesus says, pray for heaven to meet earth. Pray for the supernatural to come upon the natural. Pray for God's heavenly ways to come down to our earthly ways. So God has patterns. Moses, build your life on the pattern I show you. God has patterns. God likes patterns, believes his patterns are the best, and is inviting us to follow his patterns. So what is a pattern? Let's, let's break this down real quick. A pattern is whatever you do consistently. A pattern is simply whatever you do consistently. It is the daily decisions that shape your life. Watch that. It is your daily decisions that shape your life. I want to say it like this. The Bible is a book of decisions, not destiny. Oh, that's hard to hear, but it's true. The Bible is a book of decisions, not destiny. Not just God is in control and God's gonna do it and there's nothing you can do about it. No, it's actually a book of decisions. It's a book of commands and it's a book of promises. It's a book of God has decided and now he allows us to decide. God has given us the gift of a free will. God has given us the ability to choose. The Bible is not simply a book of destiny for a few called people. It is a book of decisions that anybody can decide. Ooh, this, is the, this is the good news of the gospel. That it's not for the spiritually elite. That it's not just for one group. That it's not just for them. That it's not just for men. That it's not just for the Jewish nation. That it's not just for, no, no, no. It's for anybody. It's not a book of destiny. It's a book of decisions. I'm from Belen, New Mexico, population 1,700 people. <laughs> I'm from a trailer park. <laughs> if, if you would have looked at my life as a kid, there was no inherent destiny. I'm here because of decisions. You're watching this right now, not because of my destiny, but because of my decisions. So patterns matter more than desires. Patterns matter more than moments, and patterns matter more than seasons. Boy, I just said a lot. Because it is your patterns that will sustain you through desire, through moments, and through seasons. Your patterns matter more. You might be in a great season right now. Praise God, you better have some solid patterns. You might be going through hell right now. You better have some solid patterns because it is your patterns that sustain you in success and in pain patterns. Don't get bored in the boring. <laughs> Learn to love patterns. I can say this as a preacher who has now been able to be exposed to some really, really awesome men of God, and I won't, I won't even say names, but I'll say this. I've, I've been able to now be surrounded by, by really the greatest men of God of our nation. And I'll tell you this, they're all very different. 
Some are more creative, some are more naturally disciplined, some are more athletic, some are more musical. Some, uh, they, they all kind of have their, their differences, but here's the one thing that I've learned from all of them. They all have patterns. Some like to golf, some like music. It's not what it's about. It's about they have patterns. They preach differently, they teach differently, they even lead their churches differently. That's not what it's about. It's not that, that they have a lot of similarities in a lot of areas, but the, the similarity is not personality, it's pattern. This is great news for you because you don't have to fit a certain gift mix or personality, you just get to live by patterns. Here's what healthy patterns do. They bring slow and sustainable progress. Man, I hope, I'm not, I hope I'm not boring you right now. I'm saying don't get bored in the boring. I hope I'm not boring you. Because I'm telling you, for a lot of you, what you need is not a breakthrough or a miracle. For a lot of you, you need better patterns. That's the whole point of this series on Uncommon. It was that we needed uncommon wisdom and uncommon maturity and uncommon patterns because I'm not ever going to rise to the level of my dream, the level of my gifting, the level of my purpose, the level of my calling. I'm gonna fall to the level of my patterns. All right, with this in mind, let me just say a few things. Number one, we all have patterns. We all have patterns. God, God told Moses, be sure that you make according to the pattern. See, what Moses was doing is he was building the tabernacle. He was building literally the house of God, the place where people could worship and encounter God. It, it was a part, frankly, of his calling, of his anointing, of his destiny. But it wasn't just gonna happen because he was called to do it. God said, I have a very particular pattern, so make it this way, and I, and I love these two words, you make. Be sure that you make, according to the pattern, you make. Everyone out loud, come on, say, I make. I can't hear you. Let's say it one more time. Come on, say, I make. I, I want you to catch that now. I want you to catch that, that I have a say in this, that I have to accept that I'm making this. And I, I want to encourage you with this because I, I think as I start saying this way, you go, oh my God, I'm so not disciplined. No, I don't do this and I don't do this. And man, there's a million things I need, to, I need to fix. Let me just encourage you with this. We all have patterns. So you already have patterns. <laughs> uh, I just want to help teach on how to create healthy patterns because we already have patterns. So don't be overwhelmed because there's already things in your life that you're doing consistently so now we just got to choose some healthier things to do consistently because we're already in it. We're all, we're all people of patterns. That, that's the reality. We all hate change. We all pray for change, but we all hate change. <laughs> we, all, we all come on Sunday crying out for change, but then when change happens, we don't like it. So we're, we're already people of patterns. I just want to challenge you to create some healthy patterns. And God said, you make those patterns. Watch this. Not God, you. God didn't say, Moses, pray this prayer and the tabernacle will be built. No. God said, I'm gonna show it to you, dreams and visions, but you're gonna make it patterns. So Moses had the dream, Moses had the vision, Moses had the heavenly call, but he fell to his pattern. He had to make it and so do you and so do I. 
So I want, I want you to hear these phrases. I'm making something. I'm, I'm creating something. I'm, I'm responsible for something. I'm making something of my life. This means that life is not nearly as random as we make it out to be. We really make life to be really random and mysterious. And there are mysteries to life and there's some random things to life and there's some weird, unexplainable things to life that simply just will never make sense. But life isn't as random as we make it. It really isn't. There's, there's more that God is saying, I, I want you to make it. So what if you saw your life as a, as a house that you're building? What if you could see life that way? So instead of just whatever happens today is going to happen because life is mysterious and life is random and life is weird. What if you started designing your life? What if you became the architect of your life? Look what the Apostle Paul says about his life. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder. Ooh, a wise builder. Can you see yourself that way? I'm a wise builder. I'm gonna build something. I might as well build it on wisdom. I might as well build it on godly patterns. The apostle Paul saw himself as a builder. And you've gotta see yourself as an architect, as a builder for your life. Jesus says this in Matthew 25 verse, excuse me, Matthew 7 verse 24. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it, they're wise. Like a person who builds a house on solid rock. I just embrace this right now. Embrace that I'm building something the Apostle Paul just said, I, I chose my foundation and I chose to be a wise builder. And now Jesus is saying, we choose our foundation and we choose to be a wise builder because I'm either gonna build it on the rock and you keep reading or I'm gonna build it on sand. I'm gonna build it on the kingdom or I'm gonna build it on the world. I'm gonna be building my life off the patterns that God gives me or on the patterns of this world. And to both people, Jesus said, there's gonna be times where the wind blows and the rain comes and storms of life happen but it's the pattern that sustains. Will I build my life on the rock or on sand? Not build your life on the rock and you'll never have a storm, no. Build your life on the rock and the pattern sustains you through the storm. So I, I am building, I am choosing my foundation, I am deciding the direction and sustainability of my life. I got, I got more verses, but I'm, I'm just gonna keep moving because I, 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 I think you get my heart behind it. I gotta choose my patterns. I'm, I'm, already, I'm already living my life in patterns. I just, I wanna choose new patterns. And we all get to do this and it's not like this is for some and not for others. No, we all have patterns. Point number two, point number two. We can all start new patterns. Boy, this is awesome. We can all start new patterns. The pattern I've shown you here on the mountain. 
Moses, you've never had this pattern until now. Okay, where do we find the pattern? On the mountain. On the mountain. That's where we find the pattern. See, mountains are a picture of spiritual power. They're, they're a picture of the presence of God. They're a picture where, uh, of the place where God dwells. We see mountains through Scripture. Mount Sinai, Mount Zion, Mount Moriah, Mount Carmel, the Mount of Transfiguration, the Mount of Olives, and of course, Mount Calvary. We see mountains in the scripture. A place where men would go up and encounter God and be radically changed. And in the same way, the pattern is found in his presence. The pattern is found in his presence and you're gonna have to go up to the mountain to get it, Isaiah chapter two, verse three, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of Jacob's God. There he will teach us his ways and we will walk in his paths. I go up to the mountain for the pattern and then I have to come down and walk it out. So don't, don't miss the phrase because... I believe this is really gonna help somebody. We go up the mountain. We go up the mountain. We, please catch it, we go up the mountain. Let's all say that out loud, say up the mountain. Come on, one more time. Up the mountain, we go up the mountain. Here's what I'm trying to get at. If, if you've ever hiked, I, I really never have. I, I probably have some time in my life, I don't remember it. Um, but, but here's what I want you to catch. It's, it's uphill, and this encourages me to know that new patterns are not always gonna be easy or natural. They're, they're on an incline. And you've gotta be committed to the climb because it isn't just gonna happen. You're not just gonna fall into a new pattern. You're gonna have to climb into a new pattern. We gotta go up the mountain of God. Jesus has a phrase that in the American church and, 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 and really for most believers in the world, we've, we've heard this phrase so much that it's become so common. And I wanna try to just help you understand it. Jesus said this, John chapter eight, verse 31. So, Jesus was saying to the Jews who had believed in him, so they're believers, these are believing Jews. They're believers, just like us, we're believers in Jesus. If you abide in my word, continually obeying my teachings and living in accordance with them, that, that's a pattern, you are truly my disciples. Watch that. Right now you're a believer. But if you will consistently abide pattern, you become my disciple. And there are a lot of people who have settled for becoming a believer, but they've never chosen to abide. And therefore, they never become disciples. But if you choose to become a disciple, then you get verse 32, and you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. So watch this. Freedom only comes for the disciple. 
I know a lot of bound believers that never abide, never climb, never go up the mountain. They never say yes to this word. Here's the word that I want to talk about. Disciple. They never say yes to discipleship. They never become a disciple. You go, well, disciple is just another word for Christian, right? Disciple is just another word for believer, right? Disciple is just another word for someone going to heaven. No, 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 no. Here's what a disciple is. Whoa, talk about patterns. Man, I hope, you're, I hope you're feeling this. I hope you're getting excited about this. I hope, I hope my heart's coming across that I, I don't want you to just be, oh, I'm a believer. Oh, I go to church. There is a freedom for you. There's, a, there's an abiding for you. There's a knowing God for you. There's a, there's a supernatural freedom that you've never experienced that is only available to the disciple. Okay, what is a disciple? A disciple, literally, this is all it means. A disciplined student. So that's different than just, oh, I'm a child of God. That's different than just, I'm going to heaven. That's different than just, I'm a Christian. It's, I'm a disciplined student of my elder brother, Jesus. This means, hear me now, that following Jesus requires discipline, not just desire. All of us have desire. That's why we're at church this morning. That's why you're at church. You're at church because there is a desire in you to know God, to walk with God, to obey God, to please God, to serve God. You love God. There's desire. But maybe you're missing discipline. Jesus told the believers how to become a disciple. And I want to look at every believer, tell you maybe it's time, I believe it's time, to become a disciple. And see, we, we don't really like this idea of discipline because, not because we hate discipline, but I believe, I believe we're idealistic. And so, we want our walk with God and we really want our life to feel um, like genuine and organic and romantic. And Friend, the life that you really want isn't just gonna like organically show up. It's gonna require some discipline. Like I just like wanna fall in love with Jesus. Like I just want God to speak to me. Like I just wanna, I just wanna grab my Bible. I just wanna close my eyes and I just wanna flip it open. And, oh my God, God. And I, I just want an angel of the Lord to meet with me. And I just, I just want, it. and friend, this is not really how it works. How it really works is there's a discipline to freedom. Think about that. There's a discipline to freedom. There's a pattern to freedom. There's, a, there's decisions for freedom. And though I love the concept of destiny, I've, I've come to learn at 39 years old, following Jesus since I was 15 in full-time ministry for now 20, will be 21 years in September, I've learned that it's my decisions. I want to give you my favorite verse right now. I hope, I hope you like this. This is my favorite verse right now. They change. This is my favorite verse right now. Genesis chapter two, verse five. 
God is creating the heavens and the earth and he's, he's, in, his, he's in his creation mode and he, and he says this, look at, look at this. Now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth and no plant had yet sprung up. Now, so imagine the earth and there's earth and there's water, but there's nothing on it. It's just dirt and water. Watch this. For the Lord had not sent rain on the earth yet. That wouldn't come till Genesis 6. And there was no one to work the ground. This is huge. There was dirt and there was water, but there was no rain and there was no one to work it. Now, the next thing that happens is not rain. Rain comes later. What God wanted and what God needed was a man to work the ground. See, God wasn't, oh man, this is so good. The earth wasn't dependent on the rain because the rain wouldn't come till later. The scripture said that before the rain fell with the flood, that the water would just come up out of the ground. So it wasn't just, oh man, there was, there was no life because there was no rain. No, no, no. The rain came later. It was that there was not a man to work it. Oh man, I want you to hear this. Well, man, if God would just show up, well, if there would just be a miracle, well, if God would just send the rain and God goes, no, 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 it's actually not dependent on the rain. It's actually, I'm looking for a man to work the ground. There was no man to work it. Maybe there's opportunity all around you, but there's, it's missing you. You're not there to work it. It's, it's, it's there, the possibilities are endless, but you're not working it. Everybody say work it. Come on. Come on one more time. Everybody say work it. There's ground, there's water, there's possibilities, but there was no man to work it. And I found out in my own life, there are so many times that the possibilities are endless, but I am not doing anything with it because I'm not disciplined and because I'm not making the decisions and God's going, Jabin is here, but I'm just looking for a man. And if you'll say yes, if you'll do something with these opportunities, they're all around, but I'm looking for people. The land was there, but there was no one to work it. And I see this so often. We're waiting for God to send the rain and God's waiting for a man to work the field. It's, it's on us, not on God. We're waiting on God. God's waiting on us. See, and that might not feel like romantic enough for you. That might not feel organic enough to you because you're like, I don't want to work for this. I just want like, I just want me and Jesus to just like, but no, 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 there, there's, there's an agreement that must take, but we're talking about patterns. I, I'm telling you right now, I don't know how else to say this. I'm giving you today what I wish more preachers would have told me younger. Like when I was younger, I wish I would have heard this because what, what I would watch like the blessing of God and the favor of God and the, and, and you know, you just, you would, you would watch ministers and you go, wow, I guess I just need to like pray more or fast more or read the Bible more. But what, what they weren't sharing was there were actually healthy patterns that were sustaining their life. This is the stuff that like, this will change your life. 
Patterns for your family, patterns for your business, patterns for your walk with God, patterns for your spirituality, patterns for your mental health, patterns, patterns for your physical health, patterns. God is a God of patterns. Build your life according to the patterns. I've got opportunity, but I'm looking for a man to work it. Huge, huge patterns. Lastly, God's will is found in God's pattern. God's will is found in God's pattern. I I love how the verse ends. Build this thing according to the pattern. Watch this. I have shown you. I love that phrase because it means that God is trying to reveal his plans and patterns to us. It's not a mystery. He's not trying to hide it from us. He's, he's, not, he's not trying to keep it from us. He's actually trying to show it to us. He, God doesn't want us in the dark about our life. He's actually, he's actually revealing. He's a revealer. Think about the last book of your Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ, the revelation, the unveiling, the revealing of Jesus Christ. God wants us to know. God wants us to see him. God wants us to experience his will and his plan. I'm showing it to you and I will show it to you. You don't have to live in the dark under a cloud of mystery. God will show you His plan, how? Well, Romans chapter 12, we started there. Let's go back now at verse one. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Pattern, we've been talking about patterns. Patterns of this world, patterns of God. When I, when I think about this, I go back to James 3. I, I never was able to teach on James 3 uh, in these verses, but James talks about there's an there's a earthly wisdom. It's carnal. There's a, there's a wisdom of this world, but it's not God's wisdom. There's a pattern of this world, but it's not God's pattern. So he says, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind, be transformed by God's pattern. Conformed means changed from an outside influence and pressures. Literally to be placed into a mold that you don't fit in. That's what this world will try to do. I'm not talking about any specific person or I'm not against people. I'm saying that the, the system, the world system, the, the spirit of the age is it's trying to conform us. By force, God is radically different, transformed, changed from the inside out. It's not, it's not pressure. God's not going, you better change, you better. T-. No, no, it's changed from the inside out. How? Patterns. <laughs> and you know what happens as you are transformed? Well, you know God's will. See, when, when we read Romans 12 about God's will, I think a lot of times we go, okay, I gotta transform my mind so I can know God's will for my life. It's, it's, it's actually not that at all. It's actually I'm transformed 
And then I just know God's will. I just know it. So it isn't as much that I discover it. It's that because I know God, I know how he thinks and I know how he feels and I know what he says. As I'm transformed from the inside out, I start to understand the nature and character of God. And I begin to walk it out. So I want to end with this. I want to end real practically. What is the area of your life (laughs) that you have told yourself you need a miracle, but maybe you just need a new pattern? Oh, Javen, pray for me, man. I need a miracle in this area. Do do you? If if you do, let's pray. But, But maybe you need a new pattern. Spiritually, man, I can't get a breakthrough with God. What's your pattern? Well, I try to read the Bible. No, no, what's your pattern? I've said it a million times. I'm gonna say it again. Here we go. You need a time of prayer and a place of prayer. Because if you don't have a time of prayer and a place of prayer, you will not pray. Because you will only pray according to your pattern. You gotta have a time where you read the word. You gotta have a place where you read the word. You got, it, it's gotta, you've gotta take it seriously. Patterns. In your family, what are, what are the patterns of your family? Oh man, our marriage is really struggling. What are the patterns? Maybe it's not a miracle that your marriage needs. Maybe it's new patterns that your marriage needs. Maybe it's both. But what are the patterns? Man, I can't seem to connect with my teenager. What are the patterns? What are the patterns of communication? In your health, what are the patterns? How about in your mental health? What are the patterns? Oh, I get home from work. I eat dinner and I turn on TV till I fall asleep. That is not gonna help your mental health. You gotta have some patterns. What are your your relationship patterns? What are your friendship patterns? What are the things you're doing consistently? Maybe it's not a miracle, but a pattern. And I've, I've discovered this in my own life. You know, um, it was yesterday. I was, uh, I was just really stressed. Like I couldn't explain it. Uh, I was actually in the pool with my daughter yesterday afternoon. And I, I think I was thinking about this weekend and preaching. And I was thinking about things with the building. I just started thinking about all these things. And as we're in the pool and playing, I'm just, I can just feel my, I just, I'm getting tight and I'm just, and I'm distracted and I can't focus on her and I just got all these things. And I, I kind of start to pray and Lord, give me peace. You know, and I just start thinking like, oh man, you know, because here's where you go. Like I'm under attack and this must be the devil and Satan's after me. And the more God blesses, the more the devil messes. You know, we say the dumbest things, new levels, new devils. Like where were like, none of this is in the Bible. We're just, we just love to make up crap. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to use that word, but... um. And you just kind of start going there. Oh, man, this must be an attack. No, no. And you know what I just thought? I, I need to go move my body. I need, to, I need to get on the treadmill. And you know what? I, I ran that out of me. It's just a pattern. I just needed to move. I just need to eat some clean food and, and just move my body. It wasn't a spiritual attack. It was a, it was a pattern problem. Build your life, watch me, 
on the pattern. And you watch what God will do. He will change your life. God, give us the grace and the wisdom and the courage to break old patterns and begin new patterns in the name of Jesus. Amen.